lot. Welcome to Still Talking Uncut. I'm your host, Big Easy, joined by my co-host, Sean Rigsby. With the working headphones. (laughs) Yeah, Sean's got everything working tonight. It's going to be a good night. You know, we got our man, Mr. Tim Johnson from Vermilion, Ohio, master distiller. Hell of a distiller right here with us tonight, man. So I'm really looking forward to listening to you speak. Welcome to the show, my man. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Glad to be on here. How you all doing today? Pretty good. How about yourself, man? Yeah, pretty good. It's getting cold up here, I'll tell you. Here, too. I think we woke up about 40 degrees this morning. Yeah, we're supposed, really? to get our, we're supposed to get our first frost tonight Yeah, in, oh, no. in our area. We're getting our first frost tonight. It's so. uh it's it was uh it's it's nice for it to cool down, but man, I'm not looking forward to what comes after this. Right, yeah. I'm ready to be a snowbird and fly south for the winter, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we should all just throw in on a, a shiner property down in like you know, I guess southern Florida. <laughs> we go down there, we go down there in the winter time, we'll just make shine and lay on the beach during be like a six months. So yeah. It'd be like a know? shiner's camp. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know. We'll call it a militia. Moonshine. Militia. <laughs> They'll be like, that's that's the sorriest militia ever. Them motherfuckers is just drunk laying around all the damn time. Like, ain't fighting off nobody. Like, yeah, man, hey, man, we they'll party with us. We'll get them drunk. That's our tactical advantage, you know. So <laughs> hell yeah. Be, gra- be grateful we're here. So, all right. Well, I, I've seen I've seen you tipping some stuff up over there, Mr. Johnson. What you drinking on? Uh, I got a little bit of uh, some corn liquor that I grew from corn in the garden myself. Oh. Uh, he turned. He froze a little bit. I'm glad I'm not the one with technical difficulties this evening. <laughs> he's, he's probably going to have to back out and come back in. All right. What you drinking on over there, Sean? Or should well, I go first? Go ahead, man. All right. You know, I'm drinking on some... Uh, so Sean's uh, bloodline infused berry sugarlands right here. I finally went outside and you got uh, something else. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, he's well. He left. He was here. Uh, shoot him a message, Sean, and say just back out and come back in because he's wasn't real sure about you know yeah. the technological part. But all right, he's back. Okay, welcome back, brother. But yeah, I'm just. Uh... Drinking some peach. Well, actually, it's all things peach tonight, if we're being honest. I got the nice. the cheap peach water. I got the old. Welcome back, know. Tim. Can you hear us? We can't uh, hear you if you can hear us. Nope. Oh, I bet you I can turn his mic on. Nope, it's already on. And also, uh, I guess while we're waiting on him to figure that out. Yeah, I would imagine, Tim, you just have to leave and go Supporting click on the link Sean sent you and come back in. Old Tuck and Reds. Here, let me. Uh... But... All right. So glad to have you all here tonight. You know, it's been a got a birthday party coming up um, this weekend. I hope to see a lot of you all here. I know quite a few folks in the in the comment section and a lot of buddies are gonna come in. 
Um, so this Saturday, you know, it's a, it's a moonshiner bash birthday party at my place. If you want to come, you better come on. Hmm. So I thought it was ghost Patriot. <laughs> that was uh, Tim, Tim Johnson, uh, master distiller. Dan Bennett. I was hoping to see you. You can't make it. I understand. I know Hooch can't make it this year. I'm going missing. So I have to get out there and see him. So, uh, yeah, we need. I need to go over there and see Hooch, man. Yeah, hopefully he's got this figured out. I hear something. Yeah, boy. I know Bennett. I know. I appreciate you coming last year, and uh, we'll just. I'll Facetime you. Can you? Yeah, we can hear you now. <laughs> you do need to come pick up your cake, Bennett. <laughs> Uh, just a short drive, Bennett. Yeah, it's just a short drive, man. It's not that only eight hours. That is a hell. Of a, so it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> is that how we doing there, John Miller? Glad to see you, buddy. Yeah, welcome back. Thanks man. for support. Hey, what's going on, Tim? Nice to see you. Yeah. Uh, we can't hear you. I think you turned your mic off. No, oh, no, we don't hear you. <laughs> yeah, it's hey, you can fly in a, if you fly into Dayton International Airport, I will pick you up. I'm just letting you know, you fly into Dayton International Airport, I got I'll pick you up. You know, I'll give you a ride to the hotel and to the party. Uh, or if you want to toss a tent up outside, go ahead. So. It's a little late for that now, the Masters. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> he just he hey, just disappeared, and he's posting pictures. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like he didn't even when let did us know. Yeah, he didn't let us know he was going down there because he knows we'd ask you for shit. <laughs> so there's Sturge. Uh, we still can't hear you, Mister Johnson. So what'd you say you was drinking on some Tuckin' Reds? Yeah, man. So um, some yesterday. Uh, so we had to go down to Cincinnati for one of Jenny's, um, cheer, cheer games or well, you know, sideline cheer games. So on our way back, they done that sip and smoke thing over at Tuck and Reds. Oh, Tuck know? and Reds. Yeah. American yeah. whiskey set up. I was watching a podcast. I thought about going, but I couldn't get past having to put pants on and leave the house and not watch football. So I was like, bro, it's Sunday. Yep. I ain't leaving the house. So. Um, uh, you know, I had to pick my son up at six. So I was like, well, do I drive all the way home, turn around and drive an extra, you know, 45 minutes to go back and get him? I was like, nah, they're going to be there tucking red. So I stopped there and like, as soon as I got there and they were, I was there for like 15 minutes, man, everybody left. So it was just me and tuck, but it was cool. You know, nice. we sat around bullshitted and everything and learned some things and Hey, hey man, told some things. Always <laughs> learning. <laughs> yeah, I, we we can hear you now. <laughs> um, I wonder if he's, he's having an internet issue. Well, I think he's on his phone. Okay, but uh, and Seaverville's still five hours from you, Bennett. So oh, that one had done him no good. I didn't realize he was that far. Yeah, I think he's in like mid lower. So. Uh, can you hear us yet, Tim? 
I would say no. <laughs> Turn your mic. There, can you hear us now? Well, never mind. That was his mic. Yeah, I tell you, when he first came in, we could hear him, and he turned his phone sideways. We couldn't hear him no more. So I'm not sure what the problem he's having. Yeah, it happens. This ain't the. Uh, the same, uh, you know, ain't the first time we've dealt with production issue. It's usually your, it's usually your fault. We're blaming Sean. Y'all know Sean. Sean's probably looking and sounding good tonight. Got the microphone, the headphones. Big shout out to uh, Big, Big Stirs. Hooked him up, you know. So um, I imagine old Tim's gonna give up soon. I, I'm blaming him. I would. I'd be frustrated. Um, but. Wonder if he's just having a service problem. Yeah. Uh, which one is that? Peach. Uh, the peach. Uh, the peach cobbler. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I got I got one of them. So <laughs> yeah, you're right, Bennett. I, I picked up one of them last time I was out there. We stopped. We went out uh, a few weeks ago. It was like, uh, you know, he let me try. Uh, he's always got a different slushy going on, man. Let me try the orange one. I was like, bro, that tastes like tang, and it was amazing. Went hard right, go wrong with a little over, slushy over Tucking Reds. Yep, yeah. A few weeks ago, we stopped out by there, so it was a good time. Good time. Uh, can't ever go wrong, you know. Moonshine slushies, and then grab you a jar for the road. So there you go. You can't. Always a good time. Uh, let's see. Matinee updated some things on this. Nice. Huh? Nice. Uh, I'm just checking things out. So I imagine you're going to show up Saturday late, but you'll be so, here. Yes, I will certainly be there. <laughs> um, I'm not guaranteeing. I'm not guaranteeing the time on anything. I'm just letting you know. My man, that you should you should roll that way more often. <laughs> With every aspect of your life, like I don't know what time I'll be there, but I'll be there. I right, don't don't turn your phone, Tim, and I think we're good. Can you hear us? No. That's what I did. I my phone messed it up. All right, well, you can hear us now. No. Nope. I don't think you can hear us. All right, I think I can. Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. Nice. Yeah, just don't turn it. That's <laughs> all right. Let's give you the Sean treatment. Less that. is all more. Right. So I don't know. Usually we tell people to turn it, but all right, whatever. We're, we're here. We're here. We're just getting started. Welcome to Still Talking well, Uncut. I'm the host, Big that. Easy. <laughs> the ugly one. Uh, it's awesome. So what are you drinking uh, on tonight, Tim? Yeah, right, sorry that's where we was. No, you're all good. So, hey, we, we've dealt with a lot worse. Shit right. happens. We're uh, here. Let's, let's ride it while we can. I got a little corn where I grew up and I scratched that I made. What kind of corn is it? That's tonight. We all oh, I lost them again. Yeah, I think I don't think I don't think Tim's internet's gonna hang up. Um, are you running your cell phone on your Wi Fi or your cellular service? Starting it with 
Uh, we can't hear you. I don't again. think he knows. <laughs> <laughs> maybe try cell service, or maybe try the. Well, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. Your audio. Hey, you're right, John. It's good seeing you with a mic. My. Where you been, John? I start shit all over myself. It's got me. It happens. It happens. So. Uh, what we we talking about, Sean? Oh yeah, I don't know what time, but maybe possibly I'll be there. <laughs> right, that's that should be Sean's go-to motto from now on. Yeah, I think I don't think Tim's internet's gonna allow all of the uh, above. Yeah, that's a lot. And uh, uh, well, where you want to go with this? Yeah, we still shoot shit, man. You know, like yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe hold on. Get hold on. It. Yeah, I don't think think it's too much. Remember, we dealt with this. Uh, we had we had a couple. It happens. But you know what? They they always have uh, uh, been able to to connect. And the funny thing is, you would never think in a million years it'd be someone in Ohio. <laughs> hey, so. I had went up, he says he's in Vermillion. I had went up not far from him and picked up a bunch of peaches. I picked up like 100 pounds of peaches from up by him. And uh, I took the turnpike for the first time. And them some bitches in Ohio make you drive on that damn turnpike? That is the biggest load of crap I've ever seen in my life. Do better, Ohio. You're going to make me, you're going to charge me. I got to get on. And then however far I drive on it, you got to charge me. When I get off, and then the same way coming back, like man, I drive on seventy and seventy-five without paying anything. You're going to get me on the ninety and eighty through turnpike through Ohio. That's crap, damn Ohio. I'm upset about that. And, and like it's just nothing up there. It's just flat, and and I'm like, oh, this is trash. And it was like $12 to drive like two hours on it. And I was like, that's ridiculous, man. So, yeah. Oh, it's super money racket, you know. And then like I'm when you're driving up there, they don't have – I didn't see any state highway patrolmen sitting on the road. It's Border Patrol, you know, yeah. from the Canada border. And I'm like, man, that's crazy because I ain't used to that where I'm from. Like, they, they like that down here. I don't go up to northern Ohio. I stay as far away from Michigan as possible. <laughs> out of principles <laughs> it was just it was crazy you know to take that uh to take that drive and have to get have to it's just one big long toll road and it stretches all i, I want to say almost the whole way across ohio and i was upset they got me for like 25 dollars for a, a four-hour round trip 25 dollars well it was tw- it was 12 dollars well it was it was ten dollars there and then it was 12 dollars back and I didn't get that because I went the same exact distance, yeah. but they charged me $2 more on the way back than I did on the way there. Maybe it's because I stopped for gas. And, like, dude, it was crazy. So, like, you're driving, right? And if you get off this turnpike to go to any city along yep. the way, you got to pay. And then you got to get back on. You got to pay again when you get back off. But they have, like, service centers along the way. Like, 
you could pull off and like there would be a gas station and there would be a little restaurant, you know, like a Burger King or something. There would be a few other things. And it's like, uh, it's like, dude, all these people, all these places are on and they just like, you can't get off, like you get off there and you don't got to pay. And it's yep. like, like, what a business motto. Like, ha ha ha. If you, you're going to stop here cause you ain't stopping nowhere else. That's so, right. I, I agree, Sean. We do have uh, there's such a huge group of uh, beer, wine, dis- wine distillers, still builders, farmers. Like for uh, for a small, uh, okay. Um, well, Kimberly, he gets it charged and turned back on. He's more welcome to hop back in. We're just gonna hang out, and we'd love for him to try to get back in here if he can. If not, yep. You know, we'll try it again a different day. What's, We're flexible. Uh, I thanks thanks for uh, tuning in tonight, Tom. Yeah, we appreciate all y'all. You run some Apple uh, Apple Mountain Brandy tomorrow, Bennett. Man, I love some Mountain Brandy. I haven't done the Apple yet. I'm intrigued how you can get that Apple to come through because it's faint, man. Right. Quit pushing. Now, Jason, I think uh, uh, Bennett needs a keg from Ohio. <laughs> That's been like 10 years or something like that. So I think more like 11. <laughs> 11.5 but it was just it was crazy because i you know like i've lived in ohio my whole life and i don't go up northern ohio very often and it was just wild to experience that and i've lived here and i'm like man these these sons of bitches just stole 25 dollars from me to drive down the road that's crazy i was upset mad at ohio so nice good times <laughs> So it's a little different, you know. Uh, so, yeah, anything going on, Sean? Man, you like to talk about that? I would like to talk about. Uh, sure. I mean, you know, um, got any information to impart? I don't know. Somebody asked us some questions. How you doing, Stuart? You should have been here last week, Stuart. <laughs> Stuart, my man. Oh sure. man, that's right. At least it's paid for. Come on in, Stuart. You want to come in? <laughs> I think Tim's trying to charge. We'll give him a little longer. So good evening, Stephanie. Appreciate y'all. So, yay. Having a party this weekend. I imagine there's going to be about 15, 20 Shiner guys, mainly from Ohio here. I know uh, Hooch can't make it this year. and Bennett can't make it. So we're going to have to uh, send them pictures about what they missed out on. I Photoshop them in the group picture, though. So who all, yeah. who all is going to be able to make it? Do you know? I don't know. I invited everybody. We'll see. I imagine our our, our mains. You know, I think old uh, Judd's going to come over. You know, the Masters and you and uh, Noble's going to be here. And old Son's going to be here. It's at my house, Silk Hot. You come on up if you want, bro. Yeah, stay. Nope. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. Hell, put up a good time. Slap together a still building class Saturday morning. Let's get it done. <laughs> We'll build stills, watch a Ohio State game, and, and then we'll have a party, man. So, hey, he was on time today. We started at 9 p.m. on the dot. So, <laughs> Yeah, I actually had it set up, and I had uh, um, invites sent out. And uh, I had went upstairs because I needed something to drink. Yeah. 
can't do it my way in one day. Hey, man, all hey, you got to do is butt solder them. Fuck it. Yeah, it's, it's butt solder that shit, man. Hey, Saturday and Sunday, you know? <laughs> you know, I never turned down a jar there, uh, Tom. So it could be a two-day event, Brian. I mean, we might be a little iffy on Sat on Sunday, but, you know. Or we could start on Friday. My birthday's on Friday. If it rains, I got a barn. We'll be all right. So, nah, we ain't got to do it. You want to come up and hang out, man? We Everybody's welcome. We're going to have a good time. It's just going to be love and, and you know, and, and moonshiners, man. We ain't making liquor. We ain't running liquor. We just going to talk a lot of liquor, and everybody's going to bring stuff. We're going to try it. Uh, my mom's making a big old pot of chili. Uh, old son, his old lady's going to make good cornbread, jalapeno cornbread. Man, it's going to be right. So, uh, I don't know. If Brian comments, man, we're definitely talking about butts. So, <laughs> oh, man. Good times. And I'm sure we'll have some stories, you know. I know last year when uh, Hooch and them came up, Hooch and Bennett, I took them out to uh, Indian Creek. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's talking about you, Sean. As always. As always. See my Halloween glass and my Halloween glass. I like that. Yeah, I was hoping they'd come up this year. We was going to see about taking them to a couple different ones. Yeah. Did you but, you know, go ahead. We went to Indian Creek last year. Um, this year I was going to take them out to Tuck and Reds. That's what I was going to ask if, if you guys went to Tuck and Reds last year. Ohio State's hosting Purdue this weekend, so uh Hey, look who's Welcome back. back. Welcome ah, back. Ah, man. The phone died. That might have been the problem you was having. Well, no, it was okay. uh, My phone just went completely dead. It was charging. I don't know. Huh. I, got, I got the wife's phone now. Nice. And, you know, the, the wife's phone's going to work great. So, yeah. Uh, welcome Mike, back to the show. Thank God. Hey, thanks for having me back. <laughs> hey. You know, like I said, we're, we're resilient around here. I started so, a <laughs> Hey, it's all good, you know. We figure it out. We figure worst case scenario, we keep it going. And then if you couldn't make it back, we try it again another time, man. You know, but we're glad to have you back. So all right. thanks. Uh, so right. for the third time going, it's a charm. What you drinking on? Yeah, what you drinking on? Oh, maybe we shouldn't ask that question. That's where it went south every time. <laughs> well, that's uh the corn I grew in my garden. It's uh the Hickory King corn moonshot nice. I made. You know, I have not had Hickory King to my knowledge. Oh, yeah? I would say I'd give you enough to make a five-gallon bucket, but that'd be a waste. you damn right uh, I would. <laughs> yeah. I got, yeah, we not, I got we, three different kinds growing this year. I got the Hickory King and a Bloody Butcher and a Jimmy Red going. Nice. Now, I got to ask, um, Speaking of corn that you said you grew on your own or whatever, I do remember seeing a post on Facebook where I believe somebody stole your guys's corn. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? Oh no! Somebody stole your corn. Oh yeah. It, the neighbor come running over and told us, and I'm like, you know, I said he th thought he was getting some sweet corn. He goes and grabs that that hickory cat stuff's hard as a rock. Yeah. He gets it home. I, he might have broke a tooth out trying to eat it. Yeah, and now I know where now I know where Phil Billy got all that dumpster corn at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Billy went up and stole Tim's corn. 
asshole. <laughs> so when uh when when you did that, did you dry it or did you mash it while it was still fresh right off the cob? No, I, um, I let it I let it dry on the on the cob, on the plant, then I go and pull it, then I got a yeah. shell that shells it off. Okay. So it's pretty it's pretty well dried after I usually do it after the first frost. Nice. You see, I, I was wondering because you know some people will mash it fresh, you know, while it's still wet. Yeah. This this stuff's too hard now. I could have done that yeah. before, but that, that's a lot of work. <laughs> it is, you know, getting it off the cob and that's why I was just wondering if you had done it like that, you know, because I had other questions. But yeah, I bought it one those, I bought yeah. one of them big old shellers that you throw them in, it's got the big wheel on it. Mm-hmm. Nice. It, it takes it right off the cob. It's right not off, even huh? like that. <laughs> Can't beat that at all. So, what'd you just pour in the glass? <laughs> you poured something different. <laughs> That's some uh, bourbon I made out there from the, that corn too. Nice. Uh, you ate, did you age it in a barrel? Did you use spirals, uh, chunks, chips? I used uh, chips. I quick aged it with the chips, but it, it, I left it in there probably two weeks. And toasted or charred? Uh, they were ch- uh, charred. So I got a question. So um, since you done. You say you done it with chips. You say, yeah. Have you ever um, macerated uh, van- split vanilla beans in it um, after you were done? No, I've never done that with vanilla beans. No, are, you, are you talking putting vanilla beans in your barrel? No, no. Or are you just talking? I didn't mean your barrel. I meant in your jar with your chips. Is that what you're talking, Sean? Like well, after after he takes the chips out and everything, just throw the vanilla beans in there for a while. Just throw, just throw like a whole vanilla bean in. I don't know. Um, the reason no, I, I like, the I like reason, well, the reason I ask is because um, when I was film, when we were down there, uh, I was working with Greg. He was telling me at Sugar Lanes that's how they make the roaming man. They'll age it, they'll pull it out, and then they'll macerate vanilla beans in it for like twenty four hours, I think. Ah. Yeah, I've never had it, but I figure I don't think it would it, uh, taste bad. Huh. Hey, man, vanilla, man, it's, it's hard to go wrong, you know? Yeah. Like, I like vanilla, vanilla pretty much on anything. It pairs well. I mean, you know, in a, in a drunk stupor, I might have drank an imitation vanilla straight from the container. I, I won't deny or confirm that, but you know, like vanilla is awesome. I have. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. Hell yeah! I got. I got to try it first. I'll confirm. I'll confirm. But it was like half the bottle, dude. It was brutal. Uh, mine was but, like just touching the lips, kind of thing. I, I was really drunk, like. and I'm like, hey, you can't see what it tastes like by a sip, man. You can get a chug or two. You gotta, you gotta feel it. You gotta feel it inside your body, man. You gotta know. So, but anyway, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself, Tim, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, that's uh, I'm retired. I uh, worked 33 years at Ford, and I just couldn't take it anymore. So, I decided just to retire and start messing around with some distilling. And uh, it goes goes way back to my family. It goes back five generations of my family. So, kind of I had to like pick it back up though, because it skipped a generation. Okay. I could see that, you know, I mean, it happens, but you know, um, well, did you know, did you know about it as a kid or is it something that you learned about as an adult or oh, yeah. as a teenager when you got older? Well, I learned it more like later on in life because, uh, my mom was so against it because her dad was actually in prison for it and her grandfather was too. So it was like, 
she didn't want to know nothing about it. So when I was younger, there was no drinking in my family, actually. And uh, I just started hearing stories about my grandpa, and I decided to get into it later on in life. <laughs> so I had to pick, go ahead. I had to pick up the heritage back up again and start it up again. <laughs> hey, you know, like it was there. Somebody's got to keep it going, or you know, and in some people's cases, they got to start a new heritage. So you know, it's it, it all happens for a reason, and you know, thankfully. You started it. So um, when you first when you first started, uh, what was your first still? I just bought one of them cheap uh, Chinese stills. Uh, what are they? Uh, the a beaver. One of the yeah. one of the beavers. And I, I just started messing around with the first time I done it. I decided to put the um, strawberries in the thumper, but I filled it up about three quarters of the way. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that and turn out down, for you? And I see my my whole keg start to start to swell up, going ooh ooh. And I see oh. strawberries coming out, and I'm like, oh no! <laughs> too much back pressure, man. So I oh, learned yeah. about put I learned about putting too much liquid in your thumper during a cleaning run. You know, I just wasn't paying attention. I put way too much water, and I'm just steaming. It's blowing steam out out of the pot, and it just will not push it through. And I'm like, man, something ain't right. And then I got to look in, like, dude, I had that that thumper was over half full, and even even if I'd have had it pasted shut, man, it just made me it made me respect how much you put in that thumper, you know. Oh, yep. then, I learned I learned real quick after that. <laughs> and then all the stories from the people we've had on here that talk about um, blowing a, a chunk of fruit up into their worm pipe and getting a clog. Yeah, like, I, I hear that more than anything. So I will not put fruit in my thumper that's not pureed that way if it blows up in there it's gonna puke it won't clog it and that's just something i do like all these stories i hear like man i had a raisin get up in there um i had a i had a great pop up in there a blueberry burnt my shed down or almost killed myself so i I just you know whole fruit in my thumper makes me weary so i'm like look man if it's not a concentrate or an alcohol and it's got to be fresh fruit then i'm gonna puree the hell out of it yeah, I like so, doing the. Uh, a lot of times, I put a copper mesh. I just stuff it with copper mesh when I used to. After that, I didn't even put fruit in ever again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you definitely need a bigger thumper for that. Yeah, yeah. Like when when you get with the infusion, like that's one thing those beavers just don't. You know, they don't have the capacity. You know. And, yeah. And even when they come with a thumper, it's a very very small thumper, and so it's more for just learning. Uh, it's more for just learning how the basics, you know, how to distill and, and what to expect. Yep. So, um, talk about the still you have now. How, how did that come about? And uh, Did you buy it somewhere? Did you build it yourself? Well, my wife, I was building her uh, island for the kitchen and with copper. And it's going to have a copper top on it. Well, they sent me one sheet that was uh, bent up. So I called them back and I told them on a, I guess it was a recording. I said, hey, you guys sent me a piece of copper that was bent. And that's for a countertop and it can't be bent. So I decided, with, well, shit, nobody answered me back. So I called another number and I said, hey, you guys left a, you know, sent me a bad piece of copper. And the lady messaged me back, says, oh, we'll get one to you right out right away. Well, they sent me two of them. <laughs> so those uh, two two pieces became uh, my still. So it's like a twenty six gallon still. Nice. Had you had 
Had you ever built a still or had still building experience before then? Oh no, I, I must. I built a lot of race car body parts when I was racing, so I was kind of pretty good at doing metal work. I just kind of built a cardboard copy of it, and then I took the cardboard, used it for a pattern, and made the still. <laughs> nice. I mean, that's the way to go. That's the way to go about it. Before you go. Yeah, I studied it. Uh, what to do to make it safe, the bottom safe, and they decided we're going to blow apart. The top's not going to come off. It's, so it, I'm assuming well, you just it. butt soldered the bottom. What's that? Did how, how did you do? Did you did you fold the bottom or did you butt solder it or? Well, I took and I cut little V's in it, and every other one I put it one inside, one outside, one inside, one outside, and I kind of staggered them in there. So and I had to get like. Down in this still, it's really hard getting down in the still to do it. <laughs> I've got a thumper actually that's similar to that. That's like uh, the V's, but they're cut to where they were. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um. But anyway, they were cut and they're bent inwards. So you take the the bottom and push it down in it. Yep. And I, I'm assuming the guy soldered it around on the inside. Yeah, I lucked out. I never had any leaks the first time I ran it. I was like, yes. <laughs> hey, you know, if it don't leak, if it don't yeah. leak. It was fine. It never leaked that ever again. I mean, never. So, can you guys hear me? Yeah. If uh, you could move a little closer, that might help. Uh, down we went. There. Yeah, we can, can you hear, hear you. Better now? Yeah, there's just something going on that we can hear. We're just getting feedback. I keep hearing the static come out somewhere. Yeah. Feedback. It's probably out of my ears. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm muted, uh, you, Sean. And let's see. Right there, we go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> it does crunching ice. We're shaking the ice over here, Sean. So, um, so you went on, uh, you went on Master Distiller in the Battle of the States episode, and uh, yeah, and so you was on there for the Battle of the States episode. It was uh, Ohio, Alabama, and I watched it earlier. Earlier, I totally forgot the other one. I want to say North Carolina or Tennessee. Um, so, uh, but when you went on there, you had used uh, a smoked uh, red wheat. Had you ever used uh, a smoked uh, brain before that? Oh, yeah. I've got it here at the house, but I ran it with a thumper, and I never got a thumper on the show. Yeah, and I, I did notice that. You did, never was able to get a thumper on the show. Um, and did, when, when, when you run that thumper, what do you do with it to try to pull some of that smoky out of the wheat so it's not so much like a scotch because you know anytime it's smoky man always it always scotchy to me well i tell you the truth i never told anybody this before but uh after i did my mash in i found another bag of my corn sitting back behind uh all my stuff <laughs> it never actually got put into my my grain bill uh so you you were supposed to have more corn than you had and which oh, yeah. came down that, that wheat flavor 
Yep, I was supposed to add more corn to it. I didn't find it. It was a flake maze that I had sitting there, and then I don't know how I got back there. <laughs> it happens, dude. I imagine I, I remember yeah. on there you guys were saying like, man, I'm not used to time constraints. I'm not used to a timer, so I can imagine that it's there's some nerve-wracking parts about it that you're just not used to. So, but I, I had that still built about eight minutes though. So. <laughs> when we after we went to the still room. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I remember you had you had the old diamond the diamond helmet on there, and then you had some stainless, and you had that weird looking little mini shotgun and the, and the parrot. Like, it was cool, man. I mean, it was yeah. it wasn't as cool as JJ's. JJ's got the coolest still build on Master and Stellar. I haven't seen anybody top his his still build yet, but it, it was pretty nice. <laughs> he definitely put together something real nice on there. I thought oh, it was yeah. kind of cool because, like, when they were in between the filming, they were like, Mark and Digger, everybody got their camera out, taking a picture of it. Like, all right, we've never seen this before. So they put it on their own phones. <laughs> a, a configuration, you know, it's something new. Yeah, he something new. It actually, it actually worked. They, my water wasn't on at first when we first started running, and I had steam coming out of my into my. They never showed this on, on this show, but the water was never turned on my condenser. So all of a sudden, I'm blowing steam out, and they went back and turned the water on, and finally it cooled down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's like, hey man, y'all, y'all running the show. Like, turn the water on. Okay, I can't so condense. I can't condense if y'all don't turn the water on. So that's yeah, that's wild. So how did you go about getting on there? I mean, did they call you? Did you apply for it? Well, I sent them in my family history. Told them uh, how I went back and my grandpa's were in trouble for it. He did it for years. And then my great-grandma on my dad's side, she used to sell it off her front porch. And she was actually uh, related to Devil John Wright. There's a book out about him. And he was a sheriff and a moonshiner. And, uh, I just heard all these stories all my life about, you know, my grandpa being shot off a horse for over moonshine. <laughs> He's a so great sheriff. Great grandpa. Sheriff was a moonshiner, huh? It's not a bad oh, yeah. gig. It's not a bad side gig, you know, like hey, bust your not? competition and sell their shit. <laughs> yeah. Like even after oh. he passed away, my great grandfather, my grandma, my great grandma was getting off somebody, but she was still selling it. She lived 104 years old. They said, Moonshine's a secret. Yep. Keep you young. Can't go wrong with it, that's for sure. She outlived five husbands. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them stories I hear coming out from down there when my mom and dad grew up was crazy. <laughs> oh, I bet. So are you from here in Ohio? or? I'm from here, but my parents, they're all from, uh, they're both from uh, Fleming Neon uh, down uh so southeastern Kentucky. Okay. Well, I said there's a lot of liquor coming out of down there, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're they're they're in, they're in the mountain around here. We're all flatlands up here. It's all as flat as can be. Yep. And one big long ass turnpike. You know, it's funny because like, turnpike. where 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 I'm at, you know, people are all they come here and they're like, Oh man, it's so flat here. I'm like, Yeah, go like fifty miles north. Yeah, like it's 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 wild. We're shot like when I leave my house to go to Sean's because I'm right in the Miami Valley where the the you know glacier dug it out through here, 
and we got the yeah. five rivers that come in. And so like we've we've got quite a bit of topography here, and then we got the shines and it's 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 flat and a little bit of hills. So uh it's like I I'm a I got a little more aspect of, you know, rivers I've, and I've waterfalls. Got, and you, got, you got a you got a response yeah. there for uh I do. Um Mr. Silkett. Flatlanders might not be able to make liquor, but that says an awful lot for them Tennessee boys. <laughs> Sean's got to start at state war. So, uh, what's your what's your favorite thing to make, Tim? My favorite thing is just make some just plain old corn liquor is my favorite. And how do you like your corn ground? Do you like it coarse, fine? Do you powderize it? I Not like it like in between. Powder, I like in between powder and fine. I don't like it too fine because it's too hard to get it to settle down on you. Yeah. You ever grind it too <laughs> fine and break up on you? Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I don't like going it that fine. <laughs> I ordered a bunch of, what, 50 pounds of grits one time, and I was going to do make a grits uh, of moonshine. And that was like the biggest mess I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I could see that, man. It, it just turned up much, you know. It's like, like what the hell? <laughs> see, man, I should have tried five pounds of this first before I went and got right. all this. But, but you know, you got all that shit. I imagine that you fought through it and turned it into liquor. So, yeah, it did. It, it was pretty good, but uh, there was a lot that I lost because I couldn't get it out of the mush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do you, um, when it comes to cooking, to making your mash? Do you cook your grain or do you steep it with hot water? Or do cold mashing? No, I'll, I'll heat it up to about 175, 180. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just uh, add, keep adding in a little bit at a time. And by the time I got it, it's like a big old thick thing. Then I put it in and I have another one ready to dump in on top of it. So I let it cook probably 40, 45 minutes usually. Okay. Uh, what, what are you... Uh... What are you converting your your corn with? Are you using barley? Are you using liquid ammo, uh, liquid enzymes? Are you using powder? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do the little bit of the barley, and I do a little bit of the uh, the amylase, the powder. Nice. Do so you like how that powder works for you? Yeah, yeah. I just kind of. Uh, I guess I just do that just to make sure I get all get it all up, get all the starches. Well, broke yeah. Out. Um, yeah, you you're taking time to. If, if you're going to spend the money and you're going to take the time to gelatize all that corn, then hell yeah, man, you want to convert as much out of it as you possibly can. Cause you know, in the end it's your money that you put into that and you want to get, you want it back, you know, whether it's, whether you're giving it away as, as gifts or, you know, just making or experimenting like, look, man, I paid for this. I want everything out of it. I could get. Right. Right. Yeah. I, a lot of times I, I'll take the last little bit in each barrel and I'll take and mix them together and then I'll run, run a different run on it. Cause it seems like it's even got a different taste. Oh yeah. You put all your ends together. So um, we did, we did that with, uh, we did that with fruit. Like we was making all these different types of wines. So everything at the end, every time we got to the end and it was left in a secondary, we took everything that we had, and we dumped it in a big old barrel. And by the end of it, we had like 20 different types of wines in this barrel. And we just kept feeding it sugar every month and just letting it ferment over and over. And it was crazy. We called it our dunder pit, even though that's not really what it was called. But that was that was the name we had for it. 
and it was just wild the wine it was so dry and it was so complex and then it didn't make it to the still because there's wasn't a whole lot of it but it was really cool to watch that in action so have have you um or either of you i guess for that matter made a brandy and then kept the fruit and dumped it over into your corn slop and fermented it again i did that with the peach and uh and a rye that i did and i didn't like it too much it did almost tastes like a sour mash brandy mm-hmm. or something <laughs> yep sour 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 mash you know like super sour mash is what i because you know that uh that fruit's gonna that fruit's gonna sour a lot harder than you know than corn does a lot faster so you'd imagine it's gonna rot and it's gonna be a lot stronger than that so yeah i uh so moonshine bennett says he's doing that right now i'm intrigued you have to let me know how that turns out bennett what what uh fruit you got bennett apple and Never jimmy mind. red that's gonna be pretty nice yeah, I'm not a big uh, sour mash person. I'm just never acquired the taste of the sour mash. Me either. Me either. I'm not. I do not like the taste of sour mash. I mean, not not saying I won't drink it, you know. But like when uh, when when you got a choice, man, you, you got a choice. You make it at home. It's like, man, I'm gonna go spend the time to make some shit. I ain't gonna drink. Or I don't like the taste of. You know, yeah. I just I don't like the taste of sour mash. Like if I'm say I'm doing uh, support shine, you know, then. <laughs> Then just corn and sugar. I'm going to use it at least two or three times because it doesn't get real. Uh, it doesn't get the real strong, you know, sour into it until you get past. I think past the third generation. I could tolerate the first two because it's still more like just corn sugar yeah. with just a little bit. It adds a little bit more flavor. But when you get deep into it, man, it just it ain't my deal. I'm just I'm not a sour mash dude. So yeah. Everybody kept bugging me, wanting me to make some apple pie, so I made some vodka for the. I've never made vodka. That's the first time I ever did. It was a couple weeks ago. I ain't either. Juice potatoes. <laughs> I use baked potatoes. <laughs> and baked. sugar and uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, cane sugar. Nice. How how was that straining those potatoes? Uh it was uh, <laughs> it was rough <laughs> every time. <laughs> I ask that question to every anytime somebody's like, I use potatoes. It's always my question at the end, like, how was it straining? And it's always the same answer, like, oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. Like, if if you have a choice and Don't. you want to do potatoes, have a jacketed still. <laughs> it's just distill it with the potato slop in there. <laughs> well, I got these bags. They're called hash bags. They use for like making bubble hash, and uh. But they are, they're like eight different levels, uh, different meshes. And you get them on like Amazon. And uh, the first one's like a heavier mesh. And then as it gets towards the bottom, it strains it all out. So that was, that helps out a little. Yeah. They're for like a, I guess they call it bubble hash bags, is what they call them. But it definitely gets a, Different, yeah, that's different. my what, what what is bubble hash good question so Ty, that's what i was thinking get out of my brain what All is right, bubble, bubble hash, hash is when they uh they take uh actually take cannabis and they put it into ice buckets and a little and they stir it around and they run it through these bags and as it gets down to the bottom that's where your hash is and all the other takes all the other particles out of it nice 
but it's it's good for it's it's good for like cleaning your mesh your you know, like your mash and stuff. It works really well. Nice, a little bit of cannabis education. I told you I would learn some things from you this evening. You try to tell me I wouldn't. I know I've I've learned a lot already. <laughs> that's that's why I'm here, man. I love listening to people speak. So thank you, sir. So what's your favorite uh, fruit to to make? Well, brandy, I guess. I don't. Know. I did a watermelon last year, and it turned out really good. And it tastes like watermelon. I even took one over to Lawrence over at uh, Flat yep. Rock, and he messaged me the next day. And he goes, "Man, dude, that was good." <laughs> I I like. I haven't had any. I haven't tried uh, watermelon just because I I had bad experiences with wine, watermelon wine. So I'm I'm really intrigued. Yeah, that yeah. was the first time I ever done it. But I just used pure watermelon. I didn't put any water in it or anything. When I, I ate a bunch of watermelon my buddy gave me. So I just did that. And I paid about, uh, probably 20 gallons of uh, the mash of the watermelon. Now, did nice. you just uh, just from the watermelons? And would you cut them up and mash them? And... I just I dug, I dug all the red out. I didn't put anything else but the red juice in there and the mm-hmm. red meat. Nice. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's the way to do it, in my opinion. I, I've heard people putting rinds in there and everything, but I just don't see it. I mean, hey, if I don't like to eat it, I ain't gonna put it in there. Exactly. <laughs> you damn right. Like, if it, it you know, if you bite it, it tastes like shit, man. Why would I want that in my brandy? So, right. And that's that's just. I mean, it's common sense to me. Like, I hate cucumbers. I, I ain't putting one in my salad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a cucumber person. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't put one in my salad. If there is one in there, ruin the whole salad. It unused all over the rest. A cucumber, man. Throw some salt yeah. on that motherfucker and eat it. Hey, blast me! You keep that nasty ass cucumber, man. Hey, so I got another question, Tim. All right. What's the one thing you've always wanted to make but just haven't got to it yet? That's a good question. All um, I got, baby. It's all I got. <laughs> I really don't know. There's, I've, I've tried, tried this. I've done tequilas, rums, and brandies, and you know, grains, and I did a chocolate barley one time, all chocolate barley, and I'd like to do that again because that was when I first started distilling, and it almost tastes like a coffee liquor. It was. It's, I was going to say, I bet it tastes like coffee. Anytime it's chocolate, yep. it tastes like coffee. You know. One thing I've always wanted to try is um, fermented fermented jalapenos. What is it? Fermented jalapenos. Oh, I did that once too, and it just it came out hot. Actually, after I ran it, it came out of still hot. Even I was like amazed. But it was a pineapple jalapeno. What I did, dude. So go ahead. Ben's makes a mango habanero that is. Fucking amazing, superb. Yeah, yeah. He ain't oh, in here, so I he ain't in here, so I could give him a compliment. I'm sure he's off the bed by now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. he ferments the mango and then uh, puts the habanero in the thumper. Yeah, I've I've heard that a lot of from when people do heat. If they put it in the thumper, then a lot of the um, what is it, the capsaicin transfers or distillation. Yeah, yeah. esters. <laughs> my son's getting my son's getting ready to open a coffee shop. It's a Bigsby Coffee up in Sadusky, Ohio. Did you say and Bigsby or Rigsby? 
It's Bigsby. It's almost oh, like Rick okay. David Bigsby. But he's uh he's gonna save all of his coffee grounds for me. And I'm gonna try doing a all coffee ground one to see what happens. I nice. bet that'd be pretty good. We'll see. I'll let you all know because it's gonna happen here real soon. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so we we know a guy. He macerates beans in his coffee, and it comes out great. I mean, I don't like it because I hate coffee, but everybody else says it's it comes out great. Yeah, and, and I was like, dude, this is disgusting. Like, I can't, I can't help it, man. It tastes like coffee. If it tastes like coffee, man, I'm gonna tell you, like, bro, this is gross. So, <laughs> you, I'll taste it. And I'll be like, man, it, it, the alcohol is good. But if this tastes like coffee, man, I'm gonna let you know that I dislike this, and don't ever hand this to me again. But thank you for handing it to me because I appreciated it. So, I'm just not a coffee dude, man. At the very just, least, you can appreciate the alcohol. That's, that's, that's all I. That's all I can appreciate from it is the alcohol. I can't appreciate nothing else after that. The smell, the taste, the aftertaste, no, nothing for me, man. It ain't, it ain't my day. But you know, you like what you like, and that's the way it is. So that's how it should be. They say they're gonna have like 30, 40 pounds a day of just grounds. <laughs> If you could, you know, like, if you could turn that, you know, I imagine you make good flavor, um, add, add sugar to it for a minute. Yep. So. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, we're ready for Alabama Moonshiners. Let us know when you want some uh, Ohio guys to come down and make some guest appearances. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've actually done, I've done barrels when I take them out back and dump the whole damn barrel out. Cause I didn't like the taste of it. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, sometimes you're gonna make a, a ferment, dude. And you're just gonna be like, no, I, I can't run this. It happens, you know. I had. It's usually with a scorch, you know. Uh, like I said, I had a buddy. He he scorched some shit trying to get me to run it, and I was like, I went to siphon it over, and was like, oh my god, no. I can't, dude. We can't run this. And we dumped it out, and instead of running that day, we just drank. Do I know who that so, buddy is? You do. That's old son. <laughs> yeah, that, that fucking three-gallon pot I got back, that thing was burned all to hell. <laughs> he did. His boy, he let his boy mash for the first time. You know, like, you know, kids are teenagers when they're young, when they're still interested in what you're doing. They get a little older. They don't care about what you got going on. And, uh, you know, he let, he let him mash, and he's like, got to row that boat, son. And he didn't row that boat enough, and he scored some piss out of it. And he went ahead and fermented it, brought it over. He's like, I scorched a little. It'll be all right. And so I went to siphon it over, man, and I put my mouth on the hose, and I'm just like, oh, and, oh dude, just one pool of it, dude. And luckily, uh, I was nothing went in the pot. And I'm like, ah, we ain't running this, man. That's trash. And I just, I'll get that taste of scorch in my brain every time somebody says scorch, like, it's in my mouth. It, oh, God. So, I do got a question, you know, since we're in Ohio and it's starting to get cold out. Uh, do you have any experiences, Tim, with a, uh, well, I'll tell you what, what do you use to keep your barrels warm and what did you use to keep your barrels warm with? And did you have any issues along the way? <laughs> you know, you know, I know why you're asking that question, I think. I don't, so I'm intrigued. <laughs> well, I put a uh, fish tank heater down in it a couple years ago, and I dropped it all the way down into the grain in the bottom of the barrel. Oh. I woke up one morning, and it actually caught the mash on fire. The grain underneath was burnt and burned a hole through the bottom of my barrel. 
So I got up and there's mash all over my garage floor. <laughs> so if you use a, a submersible aquarium meter, make sure you keep it up out of your, your grain bed because if you don't, it will definitely burn your mash, scorch your mash right to that aquarium meter, just like as if it was a heating element. Because essentially, it's the same thing. It's just a heating element inside a tube of glass that's warming up your liquid. It's no different than if you had a heating element in your still and you kept it on one amp and kept it warm and you get grain on there. It's going to scorch. So if you're using an aquarium heater, man, keep it up out of your grain bed or you're going to scorch it and you're going to ruin your whole your whole match. See, I had oh, yeah. a... Uh... It, I, but, I, go ahead. It, it melted a hole, like legit. It melted a hole in in your in your fermenter. Oh yeah, and the bottom of the barrel was a, a burned hole right through it. It was all over the floor, and I was like, <laughs> there was about six inches of snow on the ground. I'm dragging it out through the yard trying to get it out of there. <laughs> it smelled that garage up. I swear, it smelled the garage up for two weeks. You can smell that in there. So um, I, I've done that. <laughs> I bet sometimes when the weather's just right, you go out there, you still get a hint of it. I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to go back through our messages, Tim, and and get the pictures and send them to Easy. That's, oh, you know I want to see. Me. You know I want to see, man. That's you know, I, the funny thing is, man. Um, well, I say a couple years ago, but now it's probably been about five, six years ago. I done the same thing, but it wasn't nearly as bad. It was just enough to burn the element. Or the um the heater. heater. Yeah, the heater. I pulled it up out of there. I said, that motherfucker's all burnt to hell. And the funny thing is where I got it, they took it, they 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 do returns for sixty days. So I pulled that <laughs> motherfucker out while I'm scrubbing that song, but it was fifty nine days and I'm like, uh scrubbing the shit out of it. I took it in there and they pulled it. The lady pulled it out. She's like, "My God, what what what's this smell?" I'm like, "I don't know. I, the motherfucker just quit working. I pulled it up out of the tank, and I don't know what the hell's wrong." I don't know. I fucking come out, man. Goddamn things boiling. All my fish are stuck to it. They're burnt up. Like that motherfucking fish stew going on over here. And from and that day forward, me a piece of shit, you know? yep, I put it. I I set it down in the hole, and I put a fucking brick on top of it to where it's just floating. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what, there ain't nothing worse than burnt mash, what it smells like. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> it definitely uh yeah, it definitely it, it scorched, you know. It will burn your mash and it will ruin your whole pot as if you uh as if you burn it to the bottom of your, your pot when you're cooking it, you know. It's just that's the way it goes. So yeah. um, you know, before we get out of here, you had you had you had the what it was the uh the uh, you had the grass inside the liquor at Farmer Bottle, right? Yeah. What's that? You had you had the, what was that seagrass inside inside the liquor at Farmer Bottle? If I remember yeah. right, was that you? Was that you? It was. Yeah. Him. All right, I thought it was. Yeah, that shit was fucking amazing. Tell us about it, please. Right. Which one was it? It had the grass in it. He had a jar. It had grass in it. Oh. Yeah, that was uh, the bison grass. It's Indian sweet grass or bison grass, they call it. But you take it, uh, when it's high proof, you put that down in your jar when it's high proof. And um, it's like uh draws all the oils and stuff out of the grass. But it, it you don't have to put anything in there but that piece of grass and it flavors the jar. But now, the, when, when I tried it, I was expecting, you know, it's like grass, you know, grass, like, you know. Yeah. You ever you ever eaten grass? You're expecting green, you know, like green chlorophyll, 
Like, you know, like, you know, I'm thinking like grass, like, man, this dude just grabbed a handful of grass from the yard and shoved it in here. I knew what it was, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you think. So I'm expecting it to be green tasting, like, like, you know, how you taste the air when somebody cuts the grass. But dude, like it had a sweetness to it that was it was wild the uh the sweetness that 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 grass had in it. Mm-hmm. Right. When I was down there at the uh, filming for the show, I had a jar of that there, and I kept everybody kept wanting to try it again. Let me try that again. Let me try that again. And uh, I wouldn't tell anybody what it was. And, and Jimbo, uh, he was there with us too. With uh, Jonathan was there, so Jimbo Bray was like, he goes, I thought you were going to use that grass on there. He goes, I said I didn't get a chance. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Was, uh, you taking you soak it in there for about two weeks and then I you proof it down and that's what it comes out to tasting like it was amazing <laughs> it was so thank you it I know was amazing I know easy said something about before we get off here but we kind of veered away from well between that and uh your connection but we didn't really get to get into um your uh experiences on master distiller talk a little bit about you know uh, some of the things that you've done, uh, some of the people you met while you were on there, and and was the experience what you thought it was going to be uh, before you went? Well, you know what? It, it really kind of sucked because it was during the uh, COVID. So we had to, like, test before we went. We had to test when we got there. We weren't allowed to, like, go anywhere because everything was closed up. But I did get to meet, like, a... Uh, Amanda and Jay, they were in the room next to us, and um, I got to meet uh, Jimbo and you know and uh, Jonathan, and and uh, I seen Tater sitting up on his porch a couple times. I didn't really get to meet Tater, Tater, but uh, you know all the, all the people is pretty much on it. Uh, we sat around the first part of the season, and we we sat around and had a good time. But other than that, we really didn't get to get out and do anything because of the damn COVID. Yeah. I know when we were there, they said, do not go to Gatlinburg. And uh, <laughs> some fucking people went to Gatlinburg. And as soon as, as soon as I walked into the building, uh, the very next day, they started ripping my ass. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, you guys are going to Gatlinburg. I said, no, no, no. I didn't go to Gatlinburg. I went I to was too fucking, Forge. I was too fucking drunk to leave. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, the thing was, so when, when, when I went down there, they said, do not go to Gatlinburg. I said, okay, well, there's plenty of fucking distilleries to get to in Pigeon Forge. Yeah, you didn't say not go to Pigeon Forge. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, well, fuck, you didn't say nothing about not going there. So, you know, I went to King's. I went to Severe Distilling Company. Uh, fuck, I don't even remember where. A- any place I could find. Anywhere. Just, well, Anywhere just, I had liquor. Just to see uh, how they run vodka, because at that point, I-, I was just fucking winging it. I didn't mm-hmm. know never run vodka before so you're down there trying to you know get some on hands knowledge like how do you do it man what's your secret and you're like just run it a million times through four million plates well the funny <laughs> thing is the i went to uh i can't fuck i can't remember but then i went to severe or kings and they said go over to severe distilling company because they actually run it because a lot of the places down there just you know source it yeah it's <laughs> it's so much Cost effective just the source. I wish like hell I could find a distiller that worked there named Chad at the time because I went in there and we got to talking. He was like, What are you down here for? 
And I said, well, yeah, I'm doing something, you know, with, uh, uh, Megillah. And he goes, oh, okay. You going to be on moonshiners? I said, well, no, not moonshiners, master distiller. And that's when I found out that Mike Cockrell actually worked for the, uh, severe distilling company. Cause he said that he, he was their old distiller. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, I wish I could get a hold of him so I could get him on this fucking show because he was a real nice guy and he gave me all kinds of shit. He's like, here, man, take this, take that. And that's when I found out they used Saf, in- Saf Instant there. Nice. Red yeast as well. Yeah, I'll, it was cool. Huh. Yeah, it's it's, it's cool when you see, uh, you see big distilleries use things that you use. Like, man, that's cool. Or you know, just your- other yep. people in general. So Tim, what's your? Uh, do you have a a yeast go to, or do you kind of jump around, or do I what? Say that again. So as far as yeast goes, do you have a certain one that you use, like for all grain, or do you just kind of jump around with different kinds of yeast, or or what? I usually do the corn. Corn and barley, uh, I stick to that. I, I just don't like the rye at all myself. And, uh, you know, I've done like, like apple, like apple brandy rye with rye in it last winter. I done one of those and it didn't taste bad in the apple brandy. But there's nice. a, I don't know, there's a taste about rye I don't like, but I just usually do a corn and barley. So, what, what kind of yeast do you like to use? I use daddy's yeast in, uh, in my, my grains and I use the, uh, like a champagne yeast in my fruits. Uh, and I use a bread yeast in my rums, like the, the bread yeast that you get in the store, like what is it? So Fleischmann's. Yeah. I use that in my rums. Nice. Well little something different for everything, you know, everything's got its place. And that's it, cool yep. that uh, you know, throughout the years you found what works best for you for this and that, and that's what you like. So I think I think rum's one of my favorites to do though. I mean, you can do How so come? much different, different. You can do so much different stuff with rums. You like just, it clear just, or spiced? Yeah. But you What's like spice? You like it? You like it spiced or you like keeping it clear? Oh, I just if somebody wants it spiced, I tell them how to do it. <laughs> they can do it. I don't want to do that. It's a lot of work, you know. Just a little spice. Just keep it, it clear, is. man. That's what I, so, I, I like. You know, the, the clear is the best. You do what you want with it here. <laughs> yeah. So as far as um, running a still, do you prefer to run at one time with a thumper, or do you prefer to do a strip and run and rerun? Or what? A lot of times I'll do it straight off the uh, straight off the still, no thumper or anything, and I'll do that with the corn, and it usually comes out where it gets more flavor that way. What what proof but, do you uh, average that way? Usually the first jars come off about 140, 145. It, it works its way down about every jar. It works its way down about 5 to 10 proof all the way down. Mm-hmm. Now, do you run it all the way down to get your tails and everything, or do you do you cut off, say, 90 proof or 100 proof? I shut mine off usually right around 90 proof, but I keep running it and save the rest for later on is what I do. I always keep that in, like, separate jars and keep it away from everything else <laughs> mm-hmm. i think the tails taste worse than the, the tails taste worse than the head sometimes <laughs> yeah you get yeah. that old nasty cardboard flavor at least with the heads it's like oh it's like rubbing alcohol 
I've drank Everclear. My head tastes like Everclear. <laughs> but, you know, in the tails, there's still good alcohol there, though, too. There is. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people will save all their tails and just do a tails run or, yeah. or a queen's run, as I believe Shua calls it. Yeah. I used run. to just throw it all out. I used to throw it out at the end. I didn't even bother with it. But then I said, well, that's like throwing away free free alcohol, you know? Yeah, it's, it's throwing away shit you worked for, you know? Like, you figure, like, like, I cut off at 90. So from 90 to 10, that's all poten- it's all future. That's all futuristic money, you know? Oh, yeah. Even if it ain't money, that's futuristic product, you know, or, or something to help you later on, or if you need to make a flavor list. Like, that's 90 you know? proof you're throwing away. Yeah, you know, and and realistically, if you're running a 50 gallon drum, that's five to ten gallons of tails that you could pull out of that and save. You know, like everything has its place, man. And I just I can't see like, man, all I gotta do is slide this five gallon bucket over here and go watch TV. I collect some tails. <laughs> well, there there was one guy um, that he, he's a buddy of mine, and I've known him for for quite some time, and. uh he said what he did was <clears throat> he'll cut it off and he'll save well he'll save his heads in one in one uh you say barrel and then tails in another and then he'll do a now he don't use the thumper or didn't use the thumper but he would use he would run 90% tails and 10% heads and he would get very high proof that way now i you know i've done it to where i've saved like, i just put it all in the tails bag Everything just goes in the tails bin. The heads and the tails all go in that bin. And I wait till wait till the keg is full or enough to do a whole run. And then I'll run it through a thumper, put a little bit of water in the thumper just to try to help clean that tailsy yep. flavor out of it. And, and you know, it comes out pretty good. And then it's it's a little bit more uh it's a little bit more um flavorless. So you know it's good for making you know, because I'm I, like, I would never take a brandy and make apple pie with it. To me, that's just blasphemous. Unless you're Matt Lamaster. <laughs> yeah, Lamasters. You're lucky you're not you're not on here. I like I went I went to Pigeon Forge and you tell us he was going. But uh, you know, I mean, you, I, you know, one thing I would like to try is what you're talking about the heads and tails, and run it through a uh, an activated charcoal filter a couple times, and just to see how well it cleans it up. Or if at all. So take your tails and dump it through a Brita filter, right? And watch the oils come through that Brita filter still. It's crazy just to watch it. Those oils go through that Brita. Because you think all other, you, certain things you put in there, it really cleans it up. So it's wild to watch those oils make it through that filter. But, yeah, I see what you're talking about with the activated charcoal and just seeing how the different flavor – but you know that's what some distilleries do. They'll take those tails and they'll run it through activated charcoal filters, yep. coal filters, and and then they'll use it to make, you know, apple pie and and things like that. So well, it's, you know that's that's one thing I've learned recently, especially with vodka after the show and everything, of meeting all the people that I have through that um, is the show. the best kept secret when it comes to vodka is that filter because. You know, if you think about it, if you constantly keep filtering it, you know, how are you going to tell it ever hit a 190 proof? Well, you know, like that's that what, what, see, I learned about vodka was like, it's only like 
you was talking about when you're talking to Tuck, like, man, it's just got to come off at 190. Comes off at 190, everything after that's still vodka. You came off at 190, save it. Right. Um, but just like you see these high expensive vodka, still be like, oh, 13 times filtered. And then you go get some Walmart vodka off some chamcada or whatever it is. And I don't think they filtered that one time. <laughs> and, 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 that, and that takes time and that's mm-hmm. money. And I think that's one of the biggest differences between great vodka and cheap vodka is how much time they put running it through a filter because they're going to get paid for their time. So it's going to be better. Yeah. Yeah, I put one on my Facebook page the other day of vodka and it said it said 20 times distilled. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> plate, 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 plate. So, yeah, they, they, they're counting the plate as distilling, but I mean, yeah, yeah. In, a way, in a way it is, but in a way it's not. It's Man. not a fool, you know, it's not a fool, but it, 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 you know, it's kind of that gray area. You know, I call it, I call it a distillation, even though it's not a full distillation. Speaking but, of that, yep, um, Thomas. So the guy that was on my episode, he he does that sweet potato vodka, and that's it's it his that and and Tuck and Red's uh, sweet potato vodka is the best I've had, and he runs it through. I think he said twenty plates, twenty or twenty one plates. Crazy, right? It, it, you'll see a lot. You'll see some of these uh, places. They'll do a stripping run through ten plates, mm-hmm. and then they'll do a spirit run through ten plates. And it's like there's no flavor, but I guess if you're shooting for vodka, yeah, it, it takes everything away from it all. <laughs> they see, I, uh, I've only made vodka. I've only made vodka like one, one, one time, and that's it. I've uh, just kind of stuck with the grains and the fruits. Them damn potatoes yeah. to turn you away from ever wanting to do vodka again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I, I want to give a shout out. Kind of, um, you talk about potatoes and vodka. I didn't know. Um, when I got chosen for uh, Master Distiller to do the vodka episode, I didn't know it, but Alan Bishop actually told me that um, vodka is not only made with potatoes. I didn't know that because I never really drank it. Yeah. Tito's is corn based. Yep, and you could taste it in their in their vodka that they're. Yep, and and he said that uh, red wheat is a great base for vodka, and when he said that, I said, "Okay, I'm going to use white, just so you know." <laughs> Because you know, I didn't want. I mean, I, I took advice, but not really take advice. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Say that again, Tim. I'm sorry. You used the red wheat on your show, right? I used uh, white wheat malt. Malted white. Yep. It's so it's so strong. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, like the, the wheat is so strong. I like it. Like, it's I, my dick. I think it's, but you know, I, I think it's it's different because when. We did at Sugarlands. We had everything. We had the time, and we had the equipment to convert everything, right? So I didn't add sugar. We converted all the wheat. So I think we got a lot more flavor from the wheat than I originally did from the show. I, I think it being molded definitely through mm-hmm. a, through a stronger umph right in your face. Yeah, I, I like I like that. <laughs> I like the wheat. That's my jam. Hey Sean. Hey Sean, so how big of a run did you do while you were down there for that for the master distillers? Uh 750 gallon. 750? What was your return on that? You stripped that, didn't you? You did a strip and then you did a spirit. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that after we get off here. Um, oh, okay. cuz I don't, I don't I don't know exactly what they, you know. Um, <laughs> 
what you allowed to tell about what happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, 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 it was it was good. I, I think total total jars um, that went on the shelf. There was eleven hundred and twenty eight jars. That's yeah, so how, how many did you get? I got uh, total about fourteen cases. Oh wow! But, nice. But, but I ones, bought. Yeah, yeah, I bought. They give me they give me six jars, one they, case. They gave me shit about selling me more than twenty four jars. I was kind of upset about that. <laughs> oh, lady went with me, so I couldn't be like, "Well, she needs twenty four too." <laughs> so, yeah. Good times. Good times. But. Uh, good times. It's it's been an hour and sixteen minutes. I'm sure everybody's wondering what the fuck's going on, and they're probably getting ready for bed. So it's all good. I said, uh, "Hey, hey, Joe, man, you're messing with that red wheat, man. Wheat goes a long way. So just remember that." I've never messed with red. But anyway. <laughs> a little wheat goes a long way. Uh, just like I, I like it, so put it all in there. That's <laughs> me. But all right, well, you know, we uh we appreciate everybody hanging out. You know, we apologize for the issues but you know we had a good time it was good blame sean sean's equipment messed up everything we're blaming sturge tonight it's your fault sturge Sturge. but uh tim when when we back out of here don't get off yet yeah don't leave yet we we, we're gonna talk shit about um somebody we'll talk shit about silcott that's what we're gonna talk shit about every time (laughs) every time so uh but anyways uh you know we love all y'all we appreciate you tuning in tim we really appreciate you being here so we hope everybody for having me. Fun. has a great night. I'm watching that right now, still cut. So <laughs> we'll be back Monday. Um, I would tell you who's going to be here. I have no idea. Maybe Sean knows right off. Mm-hmm. If not, he'll make a post. We'll see y'all next Monday. Everybody have a great week. If you want to come to my birthday party this weekend, we're going to be in Dayton, Ohio. And, you know, we're going to kick off Saturday around 730. We're going to party all night. It's going to be a lot of guys here. We're not running liquor or anything like that. We're just going to hang out, chili and cornbread. So if you're, if you're, if you're by the 7075 interchange in Ohio Saturday, show up. We're going to have a good time. We're going to shoot the shit, talk liquor. It's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have to bring me a gift, but shiny things are always much appreciated, especially when it's a, a jar lid with liquor in it. So <laughs> but we love all y'all. Have a great night. Yeah, we'll Shine see y'all later. Shine on. Hey, thanks for having me. You guys, everybody's